need you to run down to Otley. What for? Well, they pulled what was left of a body out of the swamp down there. It's chewed up real bad. Something ain't right. We're here to investigate the death of your husband, John Crankton. There's been a curse put on this place like none I've never seen. I'm getting out of here, and once I'm gone, there won't be nothing to keep that evil thing away. That is not a shark. So you're saying there's a uh, swamp monster out here killing people? Look at the size of the scale. There's no thrill to compare with hunting something that can hunt you back. If we don't bother it, it won't bother us. Excuse me. I, I want to go home. We're going to have to kill it. Let's go, boys. We ain't getting out of here alive. We can breathe out of the water. How can it do that? Fish food. There's another one. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And my name is Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. We are back this week. We didn't post an episode last week Mm -hmm. for the media blackout Yes, um, in support of Black Lives Matter. And yeah, but we're back this week. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're talking about movies. We actually watched a lot of movies this week. We did. We watched Jaws 2. Yeah. Like, we were on a drought, and I feel like we really turned it around. Yes. Like, we watched uh, The Furies, that Australian one. Oh, yeah. Which was not great. Didn't really care for it. No, it really Uh, wasn't. Extraterrestrial from 2015, which was meh. It was visually stunning at times. Um, uh, Go back to The Furies. What a preposterous... All around. Yeah. Just preposterous, annoying. Uh, Just done so many other times. So much better. So much better. The only part that I liked was the use of her epilepsy as like a plot element. Yeah, definitely. But anyways. Uh, we also watched What Keeps You Alive, which mm-hmm. we both really liked. Yeah, we did. That was good. Mm-hmm. Would highly recommend that one, actually. Check it out. I See You, we finally saw mm-hmm. with Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it, and then I forced you to watch it. Yeah, because I fell day. asleep. And I liked it, so I was like, oh, yes. you have to watch this. Now, yes, I can't say anything about it. But yeah, I think uh, if you enjoy, like, I don't know, it was really well put it was together. Very good. I really liked it. Because it. Put- I didn't really know what was going on the oh, whole time, oh, or I no. thought I did, and then you, like, it's it's really good. Yes. Um, and the most recent movie we recently watched was Becky, and I know we both really liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess there were just like a couple of things where it was like very clearly like, this is a movie. Yeah. You can't suspend your disbelief, not even for a second. Yeah. Uh, But other than that. Yeah. No, it was, it was Mm -hmm. good. 
I mean, like, it's, again, it's not, like, the most original movie in the world. No. But neither is the movie we're talking about today. And that's fine. Because <laughs> exactly. I would say this one, while by no stretch the imagination, a classic gem of cinema, yep. was very entertaining. <laughs> it was very, very entertaining. Very entertaining. Yeah. Frankenfish from 2004, mm-hmm. directed by Mark A.Z. Dupay. He is mostly a special effects guy, but he directed Spawn, the adaptation in the 90s, uh, Halloween Town High, some straight-to-DVD Disney and animated things, but he did special effects for The Abyss, Jurassic Park, Ghost, S. Darko, uh, Paranormal Activity 2 and 3, The Shallows, Lake Lively Vehicle, The Shallows. Congratulations. (laughs) Wow, The Shallows. Yeah. Hmm. It's a movie I haven't thought of since I saw no. this guy. I remember I remember watching that with you, I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. A, a tale of survival. <laughs> Triumph over nature. Kind of. A beast. Much like this one. The self. And it is written by Simon Barrett, mm-hmm. who also wrote Dead Birds, which is also pretty good from the same year as this. Uh, maybe we'll do that for the podcast sometime. Sure. A Horrible Way to Die, Your Next, The Guest, oh. Blair Witch, both VHS movies. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for him. Indeed. He's really come into his own. Also, Scott Clevenger, who hasn't really anything else hey scott we see you and we're talking about you it stars tori kittles as sam he was in stop loss dirty sons of anarchy fear clinic at uh, the first season of true detective he was one of the detectives interviewing oh Rose yeah Cole. he was uh, american heist intruders harriet that was gonna drive me insane because i was like i know i've seen him <laughs> in something before but i could not think of what so thank you he was good in this. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have Katie O'Bear as Eliza. She mm-hmm. played Nikki Wood, the Slayer Spike killed in the 70s mm. on Buffy. Um, but she played her in season seven. It was like a different actress between the two seasons. She was in In the Mix, Turning Point, Silent No More, 2016, Rich Africans. We also had China Chow as Mary. She was in Spun and Burn Notice. <laughs> She was the worst in this movie. Yeah, she was not great. No offense. (laughs) Um, Matthew Roche as Dan. He's in Girls Against Boys, Premium Rush. He was in a lot of TV shows like Treme, uh, Believe, Banshee, Blue Bloods. Donna Roscoe as Gloria. She's in tons of things. In the Heat of the Night, One Missed Call, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, Along Came the Devil, Saints and Sinners. Oh, wow. Greenleaf. And ambitions. And in small roles, we also have Muse Watson as Elmer, and he was the killer, and I know what you did last summer. Nice. And Mark Boone Jr. from uh, Memento and 30 Days of Night, he was like the one of the hunters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Interesting. How did you like this movie? I've wanted to talk about this movie for a while. It's been on our list for quite some time. Uh I thought that it was good for like this type of movie. It was entertaining. There were some parts of it where I was like, wow, the the head on nudity in this is is weird in a way that it didn't doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be. I forgot be that there was nudity in, in it, a lot of like actually. 80s movies. You know what I mean? And then there was the other. OK, the only other thing that I didn't really like about it was there was a lot of 
but how did they get there? Like, especially at the beginning, extended travel montages, excruciatingly, unnecessarily long scenes. Oh, I can't wait. Or like lingers on certain shots where it was just like a little bit too long. Like we get it. You're in a fucking pontoon boat with the fan on the back and you're going. (laughs) We see you go. We don't need to see you go like 12 different times, you know? And we start on a boat. Yeah, As man. I might imagine. Muddy waters. Frankenfish wood. And uh, we meet this guy. He's trapping crustaceans and what have you. Yeah. Um, he has a necklace on that is relevant to the voodoo C plot that runs through this movie. Yeah, it's yellow. That's how you know. He goes to get one of his buoys, mm-hmm. and then he gets eaten by a frankenfish. Yeah, the, the boy. The boy gets away from him, and what they they're not supposed to do that. And then it drags him under. We do get a great like yeah, him trying like to arm, claw back his like gory arm for uh, a minute, and there's a lot of blood. Yes, and I like that it was the dark, murky water because I feel like you don't see that very often. No, it's usually like clear waters. Yeah, where you can see all of the everything yeah and then we meet sam he's a there's he's at a homicide there's a mangled corpse in this bayou yes or what happened unrelated you. to the fish uh someone has smeared blood on it to attract <laughs> pigs to eat it he is the medical examiner and uh this cop shows up and he has to answer the call to go look at this chewed up body mm-hmm. that they found because um, they're weighing over their heads. And they won't talk to outsiders, only people from the South. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. So it shows him driving out to this swamp town. Extended and driving montage. When he gets to see the body, it's pretty good. Uh, the corpse is in a big Rubbermaid container filled with ice, because there's not very much of it. And it's in the same room as a bunch of beer kegs and everything. I thought the effects were pretty all right. Yes, they were. And I also sort of like how both he and the sheriff, I guess, were both like, that's not, that's not an alligator bite. Yeah. It's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is going to have to go out and uh, investigate yeah. this, this swampy guy. The scene of the crime. And along for the ride with him is Mary Callahan. The worst character. Okay, so... Mary <laughs> isn't the greatest actress. She does get better as the film goes on, but wow. She delivers most of her lines very disaffected. Well, and she seems so... The character's also written to be like, who... These swamp people are out of their gourds for wanting to live here. Why couldn't they just move to the big city and be like me? And the editing didn't do any favors like it lingered no. on them for a few beats way too long like we were talking about and it was especially like noticeable in these scenes yeah it made it like, the first like, scenes are they trying the to set up some sort of romantic where they're but like it just seemed awkward it was extremely awkward like there were parts where there was them not doing anything but driving in the boat like not interacting and staring with each off other. into the distance and then suddenly they're like oh look there it is well they find first of all this trip is four or five hours. Yes. What? I don't know. She immediately gets into a bikini. Yeah. Well, and I was like, in the swamp, <laughs> you're going to get bit up by a bunch of like little bugs and whatnot that fly around. 
and they find a dead alligator. Hey, stop the boat! That's strange. The noise from the boat should have scared it off. That gator doesn't look right. Just its head, and she's shocked. It's for a biologist. <laughs> she cannot handle blood at all. If she sees even a violent killer animal being cut up, she she can't look at it. Well, Sam just thinks it's meat hunters playing a, a joke, the old practical joke trope. Yep. Classic whoopee cushion, uh, thumbtack on chair, uh, beheaded alligator. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Then we meet uh, this guy, Elmer, mm-hmm. the I Know What You Did Last Summer killer guy, um, and a fisherman yet again. Yeah. Typecast. Uh-oh. He's yeah. wearing a train conductor's hat. But this time he's doing catfish. He's doing that thing. I watched a Bon Appetit video where oh, Brad yeah. does it. I think it's called like mud skipping or something. Where I don't you know. like move your hand and the catfish yeah. eats your hand and then you pull it out and you're like, I caught a fish. Fuck you, yeah. catfish. <laughs> So he takes them out to this houseboat colony of hippies and grandmothers and uh, him, ex, him. ex-Vietnam veterans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- there's a lot in this movie. It's like a potpourri. The hippie is being a white guy with dreads Ugh. and his his wife, I assume. Who's Elmer's niece? Something like that. I They're think related. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, and I was, it, this is like a classic 2004 set where it's like, they couldn't make this look like p- these people live five hours in the middle of the swamp if their lives depended on it. These look like boutique little houseboats, like artfully yeah. arranged. Oh, very know. much so. Yeah. So, so we've got hippies, Roland and Bobby, mm-hmm. Gloria and Eliza. And then Ricardo by himself, and he's the Vietnam vet. Yes. Who's very tough, and they want to talk to him about the the death. He's too tough. But he won't talk to anyone, so they have to go see Gloria, who is the local voodoo practitioner. Yeah, convenient. Uh, And uh, John and Ricardo serve together in Vietnam. John. Elmer. The first victim. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So they serve together in Vietnam, and that's why Ricardo is so... Eaten up about this. Oh, that makes he sense. He swore okay, I sort a of blood revenge. Then. Yeah, no worries. He's going to take this friggin' thing down. If it's the last thing he does, and he's going to eat its heart also. I, I just assumed when he called him his brother, he meant like actual brother. No, they were in the shit together. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Much like they are now. They've never left, basically. <laughs> so we meet Gloria and her daughter, Eliza. Mm-hmm. And they tell her, she was John's wife. Mm-hmm. So they tell her that they're there to investigate her husband's death and they would like to see where the body is. So Gloria tells him that she did like a circle of protection mm-hmm. and things. Um, and we learn that after Hurricane Garrick, they found a strange boat and that's when the weird things started. About three months, three months back. Ago. And uh, now uh, Eliza and her... Mother. 
And, well, and Dan, the guy she's seeing, are moving. Oh, her boyfriend. Yeah. I forgot about Dan entirely. That's fine. Dan is also there. <laughs> yes. He's also there. Uh, he's the comic relief character. Yeah. Uh, due to his curmudgeonliness. Uh, and he, uh, they're like, come on, we got to move you out of the swamp, I guess. Yeah. Using Dan's boat. Uh, but Eliza is tending to her protection shrines and yeah. stuff. And she gives them all protective talismans. Mm-hmm. And, like, she fully thinks that she's keeping the fish at bay with her voodoo. Yes, because the fish is evil also, um, and it's a curse that was placed. <laughs> it's not a curse. Put on this place like not I've never seen. You come with the storm in the boat, and it's been with us ever since. I've tried to keep it away, but... My circle of protection is small, and I told John not to step outside of it. But he wouldn't listen. As they are leaving, we get more of the hippies. Yeah, uh, they're nude. She's nude sunbathing. He's nude fruit selling. He's. Do you want some fruit? Ha ha, because it's like... A it's fruit his, basket. It, the basket's like his penis, basically. Ironically, would later go on to be in Three from Hell with the fellow dreaded white guy. Wow. Rob Zombie. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so they go to this boat that's been there for three months. Yes. And they get on board, and Mary sees a steamer, the- looks at it. This boat had a Chinese crew. And immediately knows that there was Chinese crew on board. This boat had a Chinese crew. Wild. Wow. <laughs> Everyone on this boat was Chinese. I can tell. There was corn in this for some reason. It was very strange. It was very uh, odd. And also, even though everyone knows this boat is here, everything is still just left out. Untouched. The bodies are still in the bottom of it. Yeah. Sam is able to turn it on, which triggers a homing beacon of some sort. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. And then we get introduced to Anton, mm-hmm. who is Mafia. Well, I learned up, learned up. I learned, because of this movie, yeah. the fish is the Chinese snakehead. Yes. And those are a very famous gang of oh, human okay. traffickers. Oh. So it's like a double-double, maybe. Oh, gotcha. Um, but the the crazy part about that is when the beacon goes off it goes to this one guy who's like oh I, it the beacon's gone off and yeah. then he has to drive to meet anton <laughs> so it's another driving montage why couldn't anton just be the one who has this fucking thing yeah beeps? i don't know whatever it's that's the b plot so voodoo c plot mafia is b plot mm-hmm. and a plot is fish fish yeah big fish yeah so mary and sam go down into the hull of the Mm -hmm. boat to take photos and it smells very bad because there's a bunch of bodies down there and they're all rotting you can see them in the flash i feel like you probably could have smelled that driving up on the boat uh you mean uh uh Chinese crew full of rotten bodies. I also find it hard to believe three more months. things wouldn't have been there eating them in a swamp. Wouldn't, yeah, I would have been like, those are probably skeletons by now. Yeah, or at least like soupingtons. Yeah, definitely. And they were definitely not as soupy as I would have expected I mean, they would be. Th- three months in Louisiana? Yes. However, I believe the implication as well that they never fully come out and say mm. is that the fish ate their way out uh, from inside of them because they're 
the mules. mules. They get referred to as mules later. True. Wow. So that's what I think we're to believe. Wow. But I, I don't I, know that they ever explicitly said I it. prefer that because that's worse. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> that's... Congratulate. I tip my hat to the writer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm not the writer. No, I thought not. you were saying for me, for... Well, for, and also, wow. yes, the same to you. <laughs> I tip my, my, my shoe at you. Mary pukes it to the river, yep. which lures the fish. Because it's their number one chum choice and then she finds a fish scale or was it a fin it was a scale and it was in the hull of the boat and what could it be she knows that isn't from there no, it's way too big and then she knocks elmer into the water yeah and he's with his gun which he's just laughing it off ha 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 if you've i feel like you can't just like get a gun wet and then be like ho ho it's fine i don't know anything about guns i'm not sure i feel like it's probably not good for them <laughs> Uh, and he's like, don't worry. Ha ha. Uh, but then the fish gets him. I don't and know. Drags him away. He's screaming the whole time. Yeah. Maybe it's because this was like the water I grew up with, just like brown. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's scarier than when the water looks nice. Oh, yes. Much scarier. I feel like it was more effective. Well, I also could, you could never tell how deep the water was in any particular area. Mm -hmm. So that was also scary for me. True. Very inconsistent how like, deep water is. Well, like, it's one thing if I get knocked into the water and it's, like, two feet deep versus I have to tread water the whole time. Yeah. So we go back to Anton, and he's pissed. He's talking to Jeff, who is a oh, yeah. hunter, maybe head of this mafia in some way. Um, On the phone. Everybody's pissed about this boat. Well, also, he's he has getting... a woman and an ocelot. Yes. Or not an ocelot. It was one of those other... It has... I think it was an ocelot. I don't know. I think there's another one that's like a skinnier, taller ocelot okay. with like the pointier ears. Yeah. And I'm just not thinking of that. I don't know right what now. any of it's a it's a cat thing. Yeah. Uh, she's nude. Sad. Yes. Very sad. Especially because like if this was filmed on location, you know <laughs> that this cat came from one of those terrible people that True. are in that Netflix documentary. Ah, uh, jeez. Yeah. However, this does raise our stakes for the rest of the movie because yes. now we know. That all of this is headed into the swamp after it's all been, our other characters. It's all been preordained. They've been hunting for this for three months. <laughs> it ends up being Anton, this hunter guy, Jeff, mm -hmm. and, and two other dudes, I guess, yeah, right? Ben and someone else. Yeah. Ben is the big, big guy. <laughs> and back at the swamp, Gloria has everybody stay for dinner. Gross turtle gumbo mm -hmm. that nobody likes except for um, Eliza. And I feel like Sam also. No, he it. says at the end that it was awful. I thought he was talking about the tea. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was talking about the soup. Oh. I don't know. I, don't know. I have a feeling like it would probably be delicious. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, Dan can't deal with it. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ricardo is also not having dinner. He swims away because he isn't afraid of anything yeah. at all. He's swimming in the water. The fish seemingly leaves him alone. <laughs> Because I guess he's not puking into it. I just don't think it was there at the time. It was mm. probably out eating other things. Visiting. So at this visiting. dinner, Eliza reveals that she used to pour Gatorade for the sports practices. This is crazy. I'm Eliza Deserve. I used to pour Gatorade at all the football games. <laughs> wow, of course I remember. Wow, you sure must have loved football. You never missed a practice. Is this the one you told me about? 
No, my no, because I remember that, that his name was Sam. No, it was someone something, and he left town. She had a crush on this one boy in high school. She asked me to put magic on him once. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, of course, you can't do something like that for a girl at that age. Not <clears throat> that it would have turned out any worse, mind you. She had a crush on him. They went to the same high school. Wouldn't you know it? Because he's from around these parts. Yeah. And Dan, her boyfriend, is not thrilled Uh-oh. about all of this news. Yeah, and man, they really like... Can but Gloria imagine? makes this moment so much more awkward. I hated it. Oh, is this the boy that you were talking about? Is this the one you're dating? No, Mom. <laughs> like, God, that really sucks. Yeah. But- and they're all trapped there is the other thing, right? Yeah. Because they are decided to wait until the next day to leave. It's cool because Dan is a dick. He is a dick. He is a dick. He's a lawyer dick. <laughs> He's a grade A chauvinist sometimes, yes. honestly. And he loves wow. to drink. He gets mad because of how Eliza's mother lives, and, like mm-hmm. where she came from. Like, what the fuck? Dan, you're being rude. You're a guest in my mama's house. Look, I'm sorry, okay? I didn't expect to spend my day off bobbing around on a raft in the middle of the swamp. Dan... I didn't ask for your help. You offered it to me. No, 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 no. I offered because you implied that my assistance was essential in order for our dating relationship to progress. And you knew I had a motorboat, sweetheart. The request was therefore implicit. It was not. I should have never hooked up with a lawyer. What a creep. I don't know. They fight, and then he goes back inside and asks Mary for a drink. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh. And then she takes her hair out and shakes (gasps) it. Uh Uh-oh. What's this? She doesn't get a drink, but what she does do, though, is go hit on Eliza really heavily. Yeah, she does get a drink. She gets two. One for her, (laughs) one for Eliza. And she's like, you know, you deserve someone who's going to rub your feet and read you poetry every night. Mm -hmm. Well, you deserve someone who's never like that. Someone who will massage your feet after a long day, cook you a nice dinner, read you poetry. Someone who actually values you, instead of some jerk who comes home expecting a blowjob. Yeah, where am I supposed to find a guy like that? Who says I'm talking about a guy? Which now it's funny. Man or woman you still end up spending the same amount of time with your head stuck between someone's legs. Mm. Well, it also implies that Eliza is bisexual. Yes. Because she remarks that regardless of gender, you have to spend the same amount of time in between someone's legs. Ho, ho. So we stand a bisexual queen. Ho, 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 ho. Good job. Hippie guy, Roland, sees something in the water, so he goes to look around with a flashlight. Like a huge floodlight after he's smoked weed on the veranda. And then he sees it, and he calls his wife out just in time for her to see him get his head bitten off. Because it jumps up and it it bites that head off. (laughs) All those dreads. Can you imagine? It would probably be picking those dreads out of its teeth (laughs) for the rest of the week. They tell Bobby to stay there, but of course she jumps in her boat Mm -hmm. that the fish... Pushes her away and kidnaps her. Well, she's screaming for them not to let it take and her. And it's sort of like, I mean, there's nothing they can do. No, oh, no, You're not at all. You're just making them feel guilty. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's her goal. I guess. <laughs> this is all your fault. 
it knocks the boat over. Mm-hmm. And really, I think this was the first time where we got to see the entirety of the fish. Yeah, because it jumps. We see it jump out of the water. Uh, and mostly just how bad it looked, the yeah. CGI. Well, it's like, usually when it's out of the water, it's in slow motion. So the frame rate is like, it's like they only animated every other frame, yes. basically. But it's not nearly as bad as a lot of the stuff. No, definitely on, not like straight to VOD shit where it's like a shark or whatever. Mm-hmm. The like 3d models they use are terrible. Like off so the many shelf, of them. fixed assets. Sorry. Hallway dogs mm. barking. When will they Goodness. learn? When will they learn? <laughs> Anywho, um, Bobby starts swimming for it. Oh, while they shoot at the fish. Yeah. And it gets her good. It just as she's about to get to safety, chomps on her and eats her up. And bud now, we know what can decapitate a 12-foot alligator. Yeah, it's one of these fish. Yeah. It can also decapitate... It's also just an animal. A man. Oh, yes. That's Mary immediately. She's like, come on, guys. It's just an animal. It's doing what, it's pro- what it does by evolution. It's not <laughs> evil. Hey, very strange time to decide to be yeah. fish's advocate here. You're all, they're all trying to shoot at it. Sam tries to go start the boat, and mm-hmm. it sinks the boat the yeah. fish because the fish is like smart like in jaws apparently and it starts attacking uh them and then ricardo shoots it yeah and, and kills it kills it dead yeah congratulations ricardo um and then oh no wait he doesn't kill it yet right it just like attacks and he scares it away because he doesn't kill it till later uh, i don't okay. think Okay. Right? Sorry, I've completely lost track of my place in the notes. But okay, yeah. So it knocks over Sam's shit. Uh, Ricardo uh, baits it with fish, doesn't he? Thankfully, there's this bucket uh, zipline thing that connects the two houses. Yes. So Mary won't do it, even though I'm the smallest one, and I won't do it. So Eliza has to. Oh, yeah. They start pushing her across, and of course... It snaps snaps. just when she's about to get to the other side. She swings down into the water, Uh but has absolutely amazing upper body strength and just like really powers up there, which is awesome. Rope pull and uh, narrowly misses a fish attack. And being shot by everyone trying to shoot the fish. (laughs) And she's covered in the fish's blood by the time she... Oh, she looks so badass covered in the blood. And the blood is like a gooey... Nasty sort of blood. She starts digging around in the hippie's house. Mm-hmm. She finds he was... Oh, right, because she went over there because he was working on the engine on his boat or something. Yeah, they, they wanted to use that boat. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like trying another boat at this p- time is unwise because it's made quick work of all the other ones. So but he was too stoned to finish. Uh-oh, so his motor's all messed up, <laughs> and he doesn't have any weapons or guns or anything. All he has is weed. No, you know what? Ricardo did kill the fish. He killed the first fish. I think it was the same fish, because then, like, he's just, like, dragging it up to his boat, and he cooks it. He doesn't fight it again, I don't think, before then. Like, while she's going over, Mm -hmm. he's, like, in the water. Maybe? At some point, the fish ends up dead. Yes. Uh, And he eats, he cuts open the fish at the exact right spot to grab its heart very easily and cooks it and he eats it. And grills it in front of everyone. Mary can't even watch this. She's so horrified. (laughs) Which is like, you're, why, why are you on fish's side? Fish is bad. (laughs) 
He's yelling. He's really taunting the gods. Well, he's like, taunting fate. He's yelling at the fish. You were the king of the swamp. You killed my brother. Thought you were king of the swamp until I ripped out your heart, motherfucker. He's uh, he's talking to the dead fish. John, this is for you. Beep boop, beep boop. And uh, up jumps the fish. Another one. And in the process, starts his house and gun on fire. Yeah, light knocks over the grill that he used to grill the heart. All over this wooden deck. (laughs) Not good. He's going to lose some his insurance on the house, I think. Cut to Mary talking about how it looks similar to the snakefish that mm-hmm. took over a lake in Maryland two years ago. And it, it has a lung, a vestigial lung, so it can breathe on land and shit. Well, my friend, Frankenfish is based on an incident that happened in June and July 2002 <gasps> in Crofton, Maryland. There was an invasive fish, the same one that's in this, the snakefish, except it's called the uh, northern snakefish. Oh. and Or snakehead fish. Sorry, my bad. We're just learning about this thing today, so it's fine. And <laughs> so we're never going to think about this again. It was found in a local pond, and the snakefish is a piscivorous fish. Okay. I think I pronounced that right. Probably not. That means it only eats fish, right? It mainly eats other fish, but it will eat crustaceans, invertebrates, amphibians, pretty much anything. It can reach up to three feet, three inches in length, That's typically. so long. But some as large as four feet are known. Get it out of here. They're, just like in the movie, their respiratory system lets them live outside of water for several days. They can wriggle their way to other bodies of water. Oh, good. Uh, This was the first time that they were seen in the United States, in this pond in Maryland. How did it get there? And because they're so aggressive, and this is right basically across the way from Lake Louise. Oh, yeah. They brought in bunch of chemicals cool they dosed the pond and two nearby ponds with uh rotenone rotenone fun that kills everything i bet and potassium uh permanganate oh good i'm doing really good at pronouncing big words that's okay so basically we have poison lakes and then they drained the lake to kill them they found six adults and more than 1,000 offspring wow yeah that's amazing and that they all came from six of them. The fish got there because in 2000, so two years earlier, a man ordered two with the intention to make soup for his sister who was sick because they're traditionally eaten in China. Okay. And are said to have like medicinal qualities. Mm-hmm. But she recovered, so he put them in an aquarium until they got too big, and then he let them go in the ponds. Oh, cool. Man, people suck. Do you remember that YouTube video of the goldfish? Yeah, where like someone had let goldfish into this artificial pond. Yeah, that happens all the time. And then they They were... They just like take over. It was wild. Because they reproduce so fast. And they would get huge. Huge. I don't think you can eat them either. So you probably just have to put them in a bucket and throw them out. You can't eat them. Oh, Oh, the goldfish? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can eat the goldfish too. I just don't... I think they have like a lot of bones. So it's not very easy. So, yeah. and not very appetizing to uh, me, anyways. <laughs> All right, where were we? Uh, we um, were talking about the uh, movie. Mary talks about Maryland, and then Eliza washes all of the blood off, oh, yeah. and it's just flowing into the water. Uh, great, outside the very place. sustainable hippies. Uh, yeah, I hope you use eco soap. 
what am I saying? These hippies probably don't use soap at all. <laughs> I thought it was a nice touch. I, no, I like that part. Because I, I wouldn't have thought about that, honestly. But it is kind of gross that it just flows right out into the water. Yeah. Then Anton and his crew roll up on the wrecked boat. Mm-hmm. Was, like, I think this was the first time that we heard that they were mules. Like, I don't think they mentioned that they were mules before. No, definitely not. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. So that factored into the giant fish. Yes, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> because they weren't smuggling drugs or anything. They were smuggling the fish the themselves. Fish. Wonderful. And he said he knew about three, and I think there were three bodies, right? Yes. Okay, 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 yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just sort of peripherally put that together while uh, we were watching the movie. No worries, man. Uh, and then they discuss, you know, if it's hard to kill, it's not hunting, it's shot, or it's, it's, it's <laughs> hunting. But These if guys it's easy, it's so shopping. lame. They were such dweebs. They're like typical, they seem like those typical, like, I fly somewhere to shoot a specific elephant that's been picked out for me to kill. Yeah. There's a really... I mean, at least you can eat these things. That's true. But... There was a really good Joe Hill novella about... I think it was called, like, Exotic Game or something like that. That was about big game hunters who get the chance to basically go hunting in Narnia. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. It was really good. I wish that it had been a whole book. It was so great. So I highly recommend maybe it. Maybe one day. Or maybe it'll get optioned. Uh, I'm sure they'll turn it into a terrible Netflix <laughs> feature, just like they did with the grass movie. Eliza finishes washing herself up when the fish slams through the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she no. has to make a break for the roof. And she barely gets out in time as the fish basically like fat seals its way around the apartment. And then on the other houseboat, Mm -hmm. Mary says she knows how to get to the other boat. And then she walks out and we see that the gun that's in the fire. Sitting in the fire. And it shoots and and blows her head off. Yeah. While everybody watches. Big hole straight through. It does really freak them out though. Like there's like a a long time after this where it was like good. Like no one was talking. They were all like, uh, we just saw someone's brain get blown out. That fucking house shot her. Yeah. And it didn't, but... Uh, the house shot someone? Is this insane? Or this is insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, the insanity does not end there. Uh, because the, the propane, propane tank, tank explodes. <laughs> and it shoots over... Straight into Bonnie's house. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby and uh, yeah, Roland's yes. house. The hippie house. Yeah where Eliza is, and it blows up, it sending goes, her hey, flying hey. into the water. It goes up in smoke, eh? Because they smoke, they smoke weed. It's so funny. Ha ha. Yeah, so she is blown by the giant explosion into the water. That's where the fish lives, though, and that's bad. Yeah. So Sam has to jump in, risking his own life to save her, despite the fact that she was exploded. And Gloria cuts her hand to lure the fish their way. As a distraction. And then before she can get to the roof, um, she gets bitten in half. And it sucks. Dan is trying to pull her up and he gets half of her. Yeah, half of her body on Dan on the roof. And then she dies. He freaks out. Dies in her arms. The fish starts sinking all these houses. It starts doing the Jaws thing where it's like getting the bottom of the house. And you made a very good point when we were watching it. How deep is the swamp? How deep? Yeah. But I, you know what? I guess when the boat comes, it 
they aren't really sinking anymore, right? Well, yeah, but it's it, just like they're on their they're at the, level the, with the, yeah, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, like it would be yeah, smart yeah, 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 to yeah. build a house that's at least taller than the water is deep in case it sinks. <laughs> so Sam finds a flare gun, and mm-hmm. the power in the sinking houses starts going off when they hear a boat come Uh-oh. with Anton and friends, and they stop. And the fish immediately knock them in I the loved water. It. I loved it because they, they pull up all, oh, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Fish immediately. <laughs> Goodbye. I mean, you know how big these things are. Wouldn't you get like a more stable, you get two of those fuckers and stick them together. I don't know. Exactly. What I mean, do I know? I don't know anything about boats or fans or hunting the fish. <laughs> So they swim to the houses, except for one guy who gets pushed into the propeller of the boat and gets immediately splattered everywhere. To be honest, when that happened, I didn't even realize there was another guy. Neither did I. I (laughs) guess I was taking notes because Dan's like, I tried to warn you, man. Our villains hold the other people at gunpoint because they swim to their house, former houses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh... I feel like Sam also shoots the flare gun and, like, the fish eats it or something. Uh, yeah. First they talk about, like, how they were creating the perfect fish for hunting oh, or something. Oh, yes. And what the uh, they've been doing it to salmon for years, genetic mm-hmm. engineering. Why not create the perfect brand new organism to then shoot in the head? And Which is very human motivation, I guess. Anton wants to swim for the boat, mm-hmm. but then he gets eaten... And immediately Jeff jumps in the water after him. Ha, ha, ha. And then the fish comes back, but Sam mm-hmm. shoot, shoots it with a flare gun. And then it eats the flare, I feel like. I don't think it ate the flare. I okay. think it the flare just like went into it. Ouch. And then as it's going away, maybe it did eat the flare? Is I it don't like know. jaws? Because you can see the flare move yeah. with it. I guess I think, it wouldn't make sense for it to stick in its skin. I think no, I think maybe you're it's right. Just like when you put your a flashlight in your hands. That's true. That's true. But it would be like burning, so maybe like because the fish was like partially out of the water, so maybe yeah. it like burned into it. Who knows? I'm not gonna be an apologist for this flare. <laughs> I refuse to do it. So well, I'm just gonna accept it as it is. So now thinking that they've defeated all of the beasts, <laughs> Jeff is extremely cocksure, and he like just casually swims out to the boat. Yeah, and uh, then he's like, "If you're gonna get on my boat." You gotta follow my rules. And okay, so that line, given the context of the characters and this guy, it I feel like it was referential of slavery. Oh, well, I mean, it definitely was because they're literally forcing them at gunpoint to get on this boat and using and them as telling sh- them human to bait. do what I say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Even like Sam saves his life and he's still like talking down to him. Uh, and threatening to kill like he's like if you don't do that i'll kill uh eliza so it was weird yeah he's a fucking asshole (laughs) oh i gotta i gotta kill this fish so uh even though this is a medical examiner and a paralegal uh i'm gonna kill them both they pick up dan who is extremely drunk this mm-hmm. whole time. I feel like we haven't even really talked about Dan. He's, Dan is always like shooting out zingers and... And he's also constantly suffering. He's spent the entire night on the sinking house all alone. Yeah. The other two have been cuddled up with each other, keeping each other warm. And he's just been drinking constantly. 
And then they just drive up into the night. And it is so unclear how far away this boat is from the houseboat. Yes. Because then it's morning, as how... like middle of the day as they're driving up on it. You would think they would just like wait it out a bit. Yeah. You know, when they... Because the fish has the advantage. Because underwater is always going to be dark. Exactly. You know what I mean? But... 100%. Whatever. They're ceding territory to the fish. <laughs> They're still driving down this river. Eliza and Sam are all cozied up. Yeah. And Dan is yelling that Eliza doesn't put out. I'm warning you, dude. She doesn't put out nearly as quickly as Shut you up, Dan. Hmm. Maybe not, not great, to you, Dan. Dan. Uh, and the two of them are just telling him to shut up. Mm-hmm. They follow this trail of blood. Um, Which is somehow still there after all this time. Yeah. A lot of blood. They stop, and Jeff makes Sam get in the water at gunpoint along with himself and his compatriot. Yeah, and they give him, like, a little, like... And they go into this big burrow. It's like a overhanging trees. Underground tunnel sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, sort of like a beaver den-ish. Um, the male might be in there, I guess, and he's bigger than the female, they say. According to them. Okay, but I feel like that's wrong, right? I didn't look it up, but it's a very unusual thing in the animal kingdom for the male to be bigger than the female. I think it depends. I think it depends, but I have no idea, hmm. especially with fish. Should have done my research on these fish. How do you even know what a fish is? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand them. So They see that fish lying there, seemingly dead, but Jeff insists there isn't any more. He only mm-hmm. bought the three. Yep. And then the one guy gets dragged down under the water. Uh-oh. And Sam runs off for the boat while Jeff shoots at the fish. Meanwhile, Eliza hot wires the boat. Hell yeah. To get it started. She's going to save everyone. And the three of them zoom off while Jeff gets eaten. But the fish chases their boat. And it emerges. It's a giant guy. It's the whole face comes out of the burrow and then eats Jeff. Yeah. And then it's... The chase is on, as you said. Until Dan gets knocked off the boat. But onto the mud on shore, so he's okay. And then Sam and Eliza have to jump off the boat while they send it on its own path. And then he breaks the back off, and the the fish fish jumps into it and gets made into canned tuna. Yeah, its head gets blended, (laughs) and they get covered in omega-3 fatty acid-rich fish meat. Eliza and Sam kiss in the fish meat finally what if we kissed in the fish goo and they decide to leave dan to swim back yeah which this is what the hell i don't know they're screwed right i don't think so in terms of what i mean they don't have any boats to get back oh they were already i think they were like at shore like where they could walk oh i think maybe but as they it's a four or five hour journey by a fan boat. Yeah. So I can't imagine how bad it's going to be for them by a non-fan boat. Dan wakes up and now he's super sober. Yeah. And then he gets attacked by all the babies and eaten. And there's hundreds and hundreds of them. So many. And it was really funny because uh, they didn't add any blood or anything on him. And there's part of it where he manages to shake them off. And you can clearly see he's just flopping around in the mud Oh, it's all CGI. All CGI. Just like, we'll just all, we'll get it later. Oh, so good. Just imagining him take after take. Wow. Ah. No, get off me. I did like this movie, though. I think it's really enjoyable. Yes. And one of the better ones of these movies. That's and just like a break, break a piece off. Having not seen it before, I'll definitely add this into my rotation with like 
Lake Placid and stuff. Yeah. Because I think it's pretty much just as good. Yeah. Maybe the acting in Lake Placid is better, but... Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. None of those movies have very good acting. I also like those Lucy Lawless ones, and God, those ones are terribly acted. Which or even Leeches. Remember how yeah. badly acted uh, Leeches was? Oh, yes. This was Streets Ahead of Leeches. <laughs> uh, we apologize for the sneezing dog in the background. Yeah. She's getting amped up. And just like in Leeches, they were genetically engineered by a malefactor. Have we ever watched the movie Rogue together? It's sort of like this, but with... Um, crocodile alligator crocodile. i'm not sure it's, in Australia. it's either australia or south africa i'm not sure it's from have. a few years after this very similar plot beats mm-hmm. um it's it's also good i think you would like it if we haven't watched it we should watch it sometime this one also sort of reminded me of that one it's australian we're in a shopping center that gets flooded and the shark Bait. comes yeah yes. and then the sharks I also like there. that one Similar, like, they're trapped in the sinking store. Yeah, yeah. There's fish. I mean, it's also similar to Crocodile, which That's we talked true. about on the podcast. That's very true. Sinking houseboats. Mm-hmm. They have to escape from. The, it can get you on land and in the water. And it can. It's terrible. Similar to Anaconda, sinking houseboat. Mm-hmm. The snake can swim. I think maybe just all of these movies are very similar. Here's what I say. Don't go in the water. Problem solved. Bing, bang, boom. Our six degrees of Jamie Lee for this movie are Tori Kittles was in Tigerland Mm -hmm. with Michael Shannon, who was in Knives Out with Jamie Lee Curtis. Delightful. Yes. Wonderful. Excellent. Excellent. Shall we plug our social media accounts? I guess so. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Definitely, definitely first blood, blood on Twitter at Def First Blood. And email us definitely first blood at gmail.com. Dot com. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day or night or uh Hey, whenever noon, you're listening, I hope it's a good one. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.